0: Today uh-huh. is a rough day. <laughs> That's a perfect way to start it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it started off like, well, I guess it really didn't even start off okay.
0: But I'm really excited about doing this because it said, after the day that we've had today, mm-hmm. I can't wait to just get down and just do Bible study together because. Mm-hmm. Today's really stunk for a lot of people. I know. Yeah, it's not uh, even just a us. A lot of people in our church family mm-hmm. are going through a lot of hard times, and still, in the meantime, have the time to listen to our Bible study. So, yeah. thank you. And I'm so glad that we can we can be of help to everybody.
1: Everybody, and and, anybody got the Well, anybody by.
0: that's getting help from it. But we're totally excited to to do it. And so here we go. It's going to be 9 and 10 today. Before we start, take a minute to pray.
1: I like it so much better when you goof that every time. Yeah, well, and you're... this
0: is the first go of this too, so. I know. I'm on it today. I'm just on a mission just because.
1: Suck at Satan.
0: Yeah, I'm on a sick, yeah. That, I'm not going to say it, but I'll let you say it. Yeah. Mission today. So.
1: And of course, if there's anything that we can, um, anything we can do, anything we can lift up in prayer, anything we can help with, questions we can answer, like quite literally anything, just ask. We are open books. And we're here all the time doing this, wasting our lives away, spending our time (laughs) doing this and not things that make people of the world happy. (laughs)
0: And believe me, I know I I I need a lot of prayers answered right now as well. So, yeah. uh, the the more people that I can pray for and lift up, the better. Mm-hmm. That just
1: there's a lot of struggle going on. That right just now. gets
0: that just gets our minds refocused on the things that matter, and just making sure that we're counting others is more important than ourselves.
2: Yeah.
0: So please let us know. All right, 9, verse 1. If you haven't listened, before I start, if you haven't listened to these, go back and listen to the other ones. We just read through the whole book.
1: This is the Bible study that we do with our kids. So definitely encourage morning. you if, you know, you're not doing so already. um a, excuse the dogs that are running above Yeah, it
0: head. has to be, every time it has to be right above we'll where we're We've literally put all the seeing. kids
1: to bed, we've done all the things, and now they're crazy. Like,
0: we have a decent-sized house for them to do yeah, this in. Yeah, they have plenty
1: of room. Like, our house is not huge, but there's plenty of space for them to do whatever their little doggy selves need to do. But no, they do it right above our head.
0: And it <sighs> makes it yeah it's, when oh, you play so, it back, yeah it sounds I'm, like it oh doesn't. so sorry for you nice. listening yeah, in you with headphones and some of you listed to it in your car that's that's I'm sorry
1: if you have an idea for how to control these dogs we will happily let yeah. you have at it but um this is the bible study we do with our kids yep. and we highly encourage you if you are not doing so already to just sit down and read the bible with your kids um I know that's intimidating for a lot of people in a lot of ways. And that's why when we kept getting asked about this, you know, we said, let's, we'll go ahead and record what we do with our kids and just share it here for you guys. So um, maybe you want to listen to it and then you read it with your kids, or maybe you guys just want to listen to this all together and do it. I mean, whatever it may be, we just want it to be a help. So that way you are getting in the word, not only yourself, but with your children.
0: Yep. And this chapter here, after getting through Romans 8 which is my personal favorite chapter ever um, going into section 9 here Paul goes into a whole explanation of why Israel is still important so here's why replacement theology I believe is a heresy yeah because he he lays it out pretty well I mean not just to here I mean he he talks about it elsewhere but this is a real good. Example of so. Verse one. With Christ as my witness, I speak with utter truthfulness. My conscience and the Holy Spirit confirm it. My heart is filled with bitter sorrow and unending grief for my people, my Jewish brothers and sisters. I would be willing to be forever cursed, cut off from Christ if that would save them. They are the people of Israel, chosen to be God's adopted children. God revealed his glory to them. He made covenants with them and gave them his law he gave them the privilege of worshiping him and receiving his wonderful promises Abraham Isaac and Jacob and their ancestors and Christ himself was an Israelite as far as his human nature was concerned and he is God the one who rules over everything and is worthy of eternal praise amen well then has God failed to fulfill his promise to Israel no for not all who were born into the nation of israel are truly members of god's people being descendants of abraham doesn't make them truly abraham's children for the scriptures say isaac is the son through whom your descendants will be counted though abraham had other children too this means that abraham's physical descendants are not necessarily children of god only the children of the promise are considered to be abraham's children For God had promised I will return about this time next year and Sarah will have a son. This son was our ancestor Isaac. When he married Rebecca she gave birth to twins. But before they were born, before they had done anything good or bad, she received a message from God. This message shows that God chooses people according to his own purposes. He calls people but not according to their good or bad works. She was told your older son will serve your younger son in the words of the scriptures i loved jacob but i rejected esau are we saying then that god was unfair of course not for god said to moses i will show mercy to anyone i choose and i will show compassion to anyone i choose so it is god who decides to show mercy we can either choose it nor work for it for the scriptures say that god told pharaoh i have appointed you for this very purpose of displaying my power in you, and to spread my fame throughout the earth. So you see, God chose to show mercy to some, and he chooses to harden the hearts of others, so they refuse to listen. Well then, you might say, why does God blame people for not responding? Haven't they simply done what he makes them do? No, don't say that. Who are you? A mere human being to argue with God. Should the thing that was created say to the one who created it, Why have you made me like this? When a potter makes jars out of clay, doesn't he have a right to use the same lump of clay to make one jar for decoration and another to throw garbage into? In the same way, even though God has the right to show his anger and his power, he is very patient with those on whom his anger falls, who are destined for destruction. He does this to make the riches of his glory shine even brighter on those whom he shows mercy, who are prepared in advance for glory. And we are among those whom he selected, both from the Jews and the Gentiles. All right, this stopping right here before, and I know I haven't stopped too much. This is another really, really debated part of scripture. And a lot of people come here for, a bunch of different arguments predestination arguments and this type of stuff everybody will point to romans 9 i think it's really important that you just take this into a historical context again that's what i said is really important with this is we have to remember that paul was writing to a group of people at a certain time and it was and he was trying to make a point here and if you read the chapter in context of the point that he's making he's talking about the jews and the gentiles So when he's talking about, yes, we can boil this down to our everyday lives. Of course, we don't. Some, we know some people's lives are better than ours, right? We know that things just go certain ways for people like Mm -hmm. that don't go this way for us. Yeah. So, yeah, you can make that. But in the, in the meaning of what Paul is saying here is he's saying He's talking about Jews and Gentiles and this being unfair that, that the Jews, they're like, well, didn't we just do what he made us do? Like, no, he gave you guys chance after chance after chance and he hardened the hearts of some, but that's not your concern. You don't need to worry. You know, I mean, he's making a larger point talking to sp- specific people here groups of people being the jews and and yes we are the gentiles but this was he like i said three times already he was making a point to them so we have to keep that in mind while that doesn't tell you how to completely interpret it this whole passage you just have to keep that in mind but it, I feel personally that it just, if you let it interpret it, if you just read it for what Paul is trying to say, he, he's, he explains himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know for some people it's hard to understand what he's saying because he is saying a lot of things here. But he's talking about, in general, this kingdom being given to which the kingdom, I pr- that's another separate podcast that's coming that I promise that I will do a better job of explaining to everybody. Um, but this kingdom being in this, we know that Israel right now is on timeout. Okay. The, the kingdom was originally offered to them. They rejected it. Okay. Their rejection didn't cancel out God's covenant with them. Paul explains that as well. But not in this passage, but <clears throat> that covenant that was rejected, they were put in, in a penalty box, so to speak, a timeout box, to where we are now in the church age where the Gentiles and the fullness, until the fullness of the Gentiles comes in. And then until God will go back and start dealing again with Israel. But we know that Israel still has a role in this whole thing. And right now and right here that's what Paul is explaining he's he's explaining enlarge this whole process so just keep that in mind no and I I don't I don't think I mean you really have to stretch it really far to pull predestination out of this and if people don't know what that is that uh, that's just the basic concept that we as human God has predestined us to either heaven or hell basically that's Mm -hmm. the dumbest version of it nobody better come and say that i'm ignorant about predestination because i know about predestination i'm trying to make it simpler for our listening audience who i know most of them would be like okay this whole thing is confusing what is this and basically that means that god has predestined us to this either heaven or hell So it's not that you have a choice. It's not that you really have a choice. It's already picked where you're going. Correct. And and this, that is a debate that just gets many people's motors going, man. I, I, that's one that I just, I think it's obvious. So it was one of those things that I just stayed out of. I've watched it. I've watched people that I admire, teachers, go back and forth about this. Just, it's mind numbing. Uh, the arguments that, that people make and and just the uh, – I mean, to be honest, a lot of stuff that even I can't understand. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, wow, I'm too stupid for this because um, I'm watching it and just going, what?
1: Well, and I think in, because ben, it's obviously like not guys. that you're stupid, but, no, but it's I, because I, I, people I, get right. so – it's just everything becomes so our human understanding of trying to explain these, yeah. these ideas and processes and things, and it just gets ridiculous. But um, I I know that this is a topic that many get tripped up on
0: yes. and
1: will hold on to yes. um, and become discouraged by. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I,
0: I, and it scares people, it and and I know I know we have people listening in our audience that do this, that are kind of like nervous about these types of things, and and that just see that's what bothers me about the yeah. whole thing. And this is theologically, or I mean, not theologically, but I mean, with this particular subject the 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 belief the doctrine of predestination that just discourages so many people that don't understand the issue that don't m- deeper understand what it means mm-hmm. and or more deeply understand mm-hmm. gosh I'm talking like Trump see there you go Morgan there you go there's a Brandonism mm-hmm. right there for you I'm tired. It's been a long day.
1: You felt really bad today. I did.
0: You? I am. I still have. No, enough about me. But I still am dizzy. <laughs> I don't, I've never lost this sense of vertigo today. It sucked. It's better now. That's why I'm doing this. But anyway, enough about me. But I think it Going is Going back so to the discouragement of predestination. People hold on and,
1: to and get tripped up. Yeah, on
0: don't it. don't do that because that's not that's not what it's about. And don't worry about it. It's not like. You can, I I told somebody earlier today, I was just like, the Lord has called you. If the Lord has called you, you're his, just obey. That's all you have. Mm -hmm. It's difficult and we'll trip up, but you just obey and you just obey the Lord's calling. Mm -hmm. But that's the difference. Which
1: looks different. But
0: everybody has the chance. Mm -hmm. Everybody does have the opportunity. Sure. It's not... You you choose to have a hard heart, when God says that He hardens somebody's heart, and that doesn't mean that they still don't have the opportunity for repentance, yeah, and the chance to turn.
1: Well, and I feel like too so often we'll take like Pharaoh, right? Right. With, um, you know, when we just came out of Passover. So we're right. going through that story and it's, you know, Pharaoh was going to let the Israelites go, but then God hardened his heart, you know? So right. we have this, this Pharaoh's the bad guy. Moses is the good guy. Right. But then you look at it and it's like, well, is Pharaoh really a bad guy or did God make him be a bad guy? And it's like, okay, well let's stop and look at a few things. Um, number one, Pharaoh wasn't worshiping God in the first place. Yeah. Number you understand one, Pharaoh, that Pharaoh is worshiping yeah. demons. Literally, right. that's what they are. Right. Number two, we don't have a scriptural storyline of what happens to Pharaoh after Moses and the Israelites leave. We right. know that he loses his army. Right, He could have turned around and you know gave glory to god and believed in him and lived a life quietly with the fallen empire because he just lost his whole army but in turn to god in the end like we have no clue
0: well the it, whole it, rest it, of that you know story. it's kind like, of on the same i was explaining today we're very behind on our on our daily study, so we're getting there and surprise after ecclesiastes we're gonna do daniel yeah. so this is how how close we are but i, I was explaining to to the kids Uh, the other morning when we started Daniel that we don't know about Nebuchadnezzar either we have this we have this idea obviously that that Daniel's written in part from Nebuchadnezzar Mm -hmm. but we don't really know we assume because that part's written in there and this Mm -hmm. is at the end of his life we assume that Nebuchadnezzar probably came to a saving... To a saving knowledge mm-hmm. of and and it's okay. But we don't know. We have no clue. From the last part that we see about Nebuchadnezzar, it's not good. Yeah. Well, I mean it it, it kind of it kinda of just li- leaves you kinda like Yeah, bit. it kinda of ebbs and flows. It kinda of, so anyway, all that to say
1: Don't get tripped don't
0: out. overcomplicate this. Just under the most important thing is to understand the context and, and where this this is being directed towards. Remember, we... Uh, I've been wanting to use this for a long time in these, and I've just been waiting for a perfect place to use it. Here it is. We are reading somebody else's mail. Yeah. You have to remember that. Yeah. Where we literally opened the mailbox, pulled out the letters, and are reading it. You can't read something and go... oh, <gasps> He's talking about me when he doesn't even know you. Yeah. He was writing to somebody else. There's a lot we can learn.
1: And it's inspired Yeah, like Yeah, we can And Spirit, it's inspired and
0: 100% it's absolutely. It's living it, and still. Right. And it's living right. and breathing and it does speak to us. That does not mean that it doesn't speak to us. However, that's how you have to be able to pick the information out of there, though, is you have to understand that this, the way that this information... Was given to us by God was through a letter that somebody else wrote.
1: But isn't it funny how, like, usually it's towards the end of a letter where they'll be like, hey, and make sure you tell so and so I said, what's up? And then you tell so and so, don't forget my jacket. You know what I mean? Like, that part of it, we don't. Yeah, we're like. Over- oh, did anybody get Paul's
0: jacket? He needs his jacket.
1: <laughs> no, but we're not like, what does he mean <laughs> well, he made by it. getting the jacket? How do we apply that to yeah. our lives? How do we base our theology and doctrine? Yeah, we off understand of that? that. Like that we understand apply. that that was written right. to like literally tell you, dude, that I need my coat. It's cold. Like we understand that, but when it comes to some other things, it's like yes, things do apply. Now, this is inspired, so it does you know live and work, but. I think sometimes we just want to dig too deeply into things and have it mean some big, huge thing. And it's like, what it means now
0: on the other side of that, Paul's making very good points that apply to you, your life, whoever's listening to this now, when he's saying, and I have, I have, I have turned many people to this, you know, verse, uh, verse 20, you know, 21, that whole area where who are you to argue with God? This is what we have to understand at the end of the day.
1: You tell people all the time, go read.
0: Job. Yeah, who are I? Yeah, I tell. Have you read Job? I, who are you? I. It sucks, but God is sovereign and powerful, and we have to understand that He has everything in control, and He loves us, and that He has even our best interests in control, even when we don't understand or know in it. In mind, in mind, but in control. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything is in control, That's true, and He has it. our best interests. Mm-hmm. And everything under his, I mean, every little thing that happens, whether it's good or bad in your life, is under the under the control of God.
1: You know, it's funny that you bring that up is, you know, I share mainly in our vlogs and stuff, our, just a very transparent and raw view of our journey as we live by faith. And I get that comment most frequently, oh my gosh, I don't know how you guys do it, there's no way I could do that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way that I could just be sitting there watching the clock tick by as I'm getting closer and closer to the hour of our electricity getting shut off, Mm -hmm. hoping that money will just magically appear and all will be fine. Like, how do you do that? And it's funny to stop and think about it, but exactly what you just said, I think is the biggest key factor. I think for me personally in living by faith, Mm -hmm. God has everything for the whole entire time let alone my little life. He has everything in his perfect control. So he's already seen it. He's already done it. But what, it, what right? else I see?
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: You know what I mean? You're so right. that's what's comforting. He's, he's gone through it. What yeah. am I stressing and worrying yeah, about? God's got it. got it in his control. If he wants, if he believes, right? God of the universe. If he believes that that is something that I should have today, then I will have it today, and no man is going to get in God's way of his plans for my life.
0: Yeah, absolutely not. And And if he doesn't
1: want me to have it today, then I'm not going to have it today. No matter what I do and I try to put together and I try to take my little measly human understanding and try to force something, he's got it.
0: I think one of the hardest things to get people to understand about it too is that it's not just like we sat down and said, Hey, let's just decide not to this you know, do anything and let's just let's not just really jobs think this and through
1: just sit at home and
0: Yeah, like we just are like, Yeah, hey, whatever, just dude. Pay like, like this didn't take just years of <laughs> prayer and process to even get here. Like we didn't yeah. even plan for this. No. But we felt led here. Yeah. So that's one thing that's it's good. It's like it's not like, like we just worked. sit to sit and and hope something happens. Like no, you don't know. Go listen to our raw interview. You know our raw interview. I yeah. think that explains yeah, some of it, and that's not all some. of it. But that's why we spilled our guts out like that is mm-hmm. because it was a process. Trust me, we're not
1: just putting all of our intimate details out there for no good
0: reason. No, but you're right, because at the end of the day, we go, okay, well, if we truly believe this, and we truly believe God has a plan, who am I to question? Mm -hmm. Who am I?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: But then when something bad happens to us, and we go to blame God, Mm -hmm. we want it. That's the first person, and, and that's... The even people that would want to live by faith, it's hard for them because they go, "Oh, the sur- first bad thing that happens, you're like, God, where were you? What mm-hmm. happened? Why'd you you know? said you were gonna be right here." It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. it doesn't work like that. Yeah. And
1: which I, it doesn't work that way in any of our human relationships and understanding. So why would it be different with that? Like, I you know?
0: think it's just easier to 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 learn how to take the punches, honestly and not focus anything on like and just pray to god to get you through it and not expect it to be an easy process mm-hmm. it's difficult i look up and i go why so many times today is one of those days there's so many things today oh my goodness from people's hearts and feelings uh to physical hearts. physical hearts and feelings as well <laughs> yes you're right um praying for my brother and his sister or in my sister-in-law, his wife. She's in having heart issue echo and everything right now. So anyway, we got to get back to Romans here, but anyway, um, you know, today was one of those days where I just go, why? But then I go, well, I mean, you clearly have got something good coming because, I just have learned and, and I'll give one little last thing that is one thing that gets me through the day is that the worse it gets, I have just learned to be that much more excited for the day that it's not.
1: Yeah, that's very true. Like,
0: I just sit here and I go... <clears throat> my gosh how much more and I go but you know what by everything that keeps piling up you're just making me appreciative for the time that it's not Mm -hmm. and I that's the only thing that does get you through some days is just waiting for the day that it won't be anymore can't get much worse
1: than this (laughs)
0: and then you know but it but it helps and if you're if if you can if you can humble yourself enough and i say humble yourself cuz it's tough and i think the 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 easiest way to get there honestly is depression <laughs> but but if you and i say that in a lighthearted way but i think if you just are like you know what I've done a lot of bad crap in my life. I probably deserve this for something. I'm just going to go ahead and take it. You know, you get you, you talk yourself into it a little bit more, you know, and it, it makes things a little bit, and then you humble yourself, and you go, you know what? Well, I don't deserve it. But I by don't...
1: saying that, he is not saying to beat yourself up and every bad thing that happens no, is not at all. punishing you for not something at all. bad. You've
0: done I'm telling you how I have learned don't to deal with it. Way. Don't Don't take me that way. No. But I, I have learned to deal with it in a way of well, either way. I mean, none of us are worthy, not not one of us. We, didn't we just read that there's not, not nothing a that we can do? Absolutely nothing that we inevitably will do wrong, no matter when we do want to do right. Right? Mm-hmm. So we deserve nothing. What do we deserve? We deserve death. Nothing, yeah. So what? We deserve we deserve a better life here. We've already messed up, it all. Of, and but we want it to be fixed, and we want to go through it, you know, fine and dandy. So that's where I go. You know what? Fine, pile on the crap. Yeah. Fine, do sure. it. I deserve it. Aren't we supposed to suffer along with Christ? Yeah. Are we not? Are we not supposed to be joyful in these times of? of that and and you know why we're supposed to and supposed to rejoice and all that is because it makes us appreciative Mm -hmm. of the sacrifice that christ made and it makes us truly understand and it makes us truly forgiven once we realize these things and realize that we're not worthy. and these are the very things that that we have to to live with and deal with as a result of a fallen world and as a result of our constant sin and our inability in the flesh to stop or to be obedient to god so what you know what do we deserve not much so pile it on. Praise God for it. hmm And then just pray to God he'll end it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And joy will come in the morning. hmm Because we do have the promise. And somebody asked me this earlier today. But we, we do have the promise that we know that we will not be crushed. Mm-hmm. We, and that's where you get that cliche god won't give you anything more than you can bear which that's completely false <laughs> because Not i think people are false. like wait what that that's a lie yeah which no that that's that's miss people miss that's that's just a messed up verse that people don't understand but he won't give you more than you can bear. In a sense of being perplexed, but not you know. Well, but we're not crushed. We're not what his understanding. We're not destroyed. Of, we're yeah. not. Yeah, what not his like, understanding? Ah, I'm stressed.
1: I can't take anymore. I
0: told somebody else earlier too. I said you're a lot stronger than you think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I said, you know, a lot of times, just the fact that you wake up alive the next day shows your strength. <laughs> you know that you're breathing
1: not everybody was able not to everybody do that was today. able
0: to do that today it's so god goes okay what thank me because you're breathing another mm-hmm. day so seriously though that's the i don't know hopefully that little rant on there helps somebody maybe i don't even know where we're at
2: 25.
0: all right 25. Concerning the Gentiles, God says in the prophecy of Hosea, they're going to have to pause this and be like, okay, what was he even like? What was his point? Where are we at? It's
1: okay. not just Brandon who loses his place. Now you guys all lost your place too because you uh, ranted for 30 minutes. Uh,
0: concerning re- verse 25 again, concerning the Gentiles, God says in the prophecy of Hosea, those who are not my people, I will now call my people. And I will love those whom I did not love before. And then at the place where they were told, You are not my people, they were called children of the living God. And concerning Israel, Isaiah the prophet cried out, Though the people of Israel are as numerous as the sand of the seashore, only a remnant will be saved, for the Lord will carry out his sentence upon the earth quickly and with finality. And Isaiah said the same thing in another place. If the Lord of Heaven's armies has not spared a few of our children, we would have been wiped out like Sodom and destroyed like Amora. What does this all mean? Even though the Gentiles were not trying to follow God's standards, they were made right with God. And it was by faith that this took place. But the people of Israel who tried so hard to get right with God by keeping the law never succeeded. Why not? Because they were trying to get right with God by keeping the law instead of by trusting him they stumbled over the great rock in their path god warned them in the scriptures when he said i am placing a stone in jerusalem that makes people stumble a rock that makes them fall but anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced all right we're just going to roll into chapter 10 verse 1 dear because it goes along with nine so dear brothers and sisters the longing of my heart my prayer is to to god is for the people of israel to be saved I know what enthusiasm they have for God, but it is misdirected zeal. For they don't understand God's way of making people right with himself. Refusing to accept God's way, they cling to their way of getting right with God by trying to keep the law. For Christ has already accomplished the purpose of which the law was given. As a result, all who believe in him are made right with God. For Moses right that the law's way of making a person right with God requires obedience to all of its commands. But faith's way of getting it right with God says, don't say in your heart who will go up to heaven to bring Christ down to earth, and don't say who will go down to this place of the dead to bring Christ back to life again. In fact, it says, the message is very close at hand, it is on your lips and in your heart. And that message is the very message about the faith we preach. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him for the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. As the scriptures tell us, anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. I'm going to go ahead and say that on verse uh, 10 here. Mm-hmm openly declaring your faith that you're saved mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you're just like hey I believe in Jesus
1: so it's not like when Michael Scott declares bankruptcy yeah it's yeah
0: <laughs> nah okay I'm sorry yeah that, <laughs> that was a perfect example yeah. I,
1: that's what I'm saying I don't mean to take it like. I, know, I feel like that's to, what
0: people I feel like that's. That's what I'm the, saying. I don't mean that in, like a disrespectful, just
1: being silly. But I feel like okay. so often, if you guys don't watch The Office, you have no. You have no idea what, no idea what about, we just but, said,
0: but and you probably I shouldn't. it's funny, yes. But he thinks that just by declaring bankruptcy that. So he he's literally bankrupt. walks
1: out into the office and just shouts that he is declaring bankruptcy, and they're like, "That's not." And he how thinks
0: you that do that. It, that that's how you declare bankruptcy. But,
1: how often I but mean, that's, and that's so often
0: that's, but that's so the su-
1: point of it's yeah. like, well, yeah, of course, I believe in Jesus. Yeah. Well, okay, the demons believe in like, Jesus. Like, you don't fulfill,
0: like, yeah, you don't fulfill this verse by just getting saved and getting a mark, like a check mark or a t shirt at your local church. Like, this doesn't, that's not what this is. Declaring your faith is that's a lifestyle, that's not something that you, you just go, you just say.
1: Again, we reference the example of. A loving parent or spouse. Right. If Brandon tells you guys that he loves me, his wife, he loves being a husband and he's a great husband, but yet he's abusive and nasty and, and cheating he, on
0: you at and, the same time. Yeah, and doing all of these yeah. horrible
1: things, then you would be I, like, yeah, you, don't
0: love you are a scumbag. Wife, you right. do not
1: love your wife. Like, right. you suck at life, right? Like, you would clearly see that Brandon is not who he's claiming to be if those are the actions, regardless of what he says. And if he you know shows up on our anniversary with a bouquet of roses like you'd be like yeah you'd be like no, yeah, no. you're horrible well it's the same thing it's not that we have to do these works for some form of right. system you know to get no. it but if you truly do love christ you're clearly going to act a certain way you're not like, going to uh, like
0: somebody way. had commented on kind of confusingly but somebody had commented on instagram on one of the posts and, sh- and it was very well put the way that the, the Holy Spirit just, once you have the Holy Spirit, that's where your good works come from. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just the whole, it, it's through the Spirit. It's not, yeah. it's nothing that you do. It's nothing, it's something sure. that prompts you to do good works.
2: Sure.
0: Uh, just to do things that. To do the right To thing. do the right things, because you have, you literally have God's Spirit inside of you. Sure. And if you truly have this inside of you, this thing is pulling you against your human will to do these things, and you yeah. can't help it. Yeah. You want to do it. You're like, yes, I have to. Like, it's it's not an option. It just happens. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but it happens, and it's evident. It's evident in everything. It's not just evident because you got a t-shirt at church and you say that you're saved and you say that you're a christian it's evident in the way that you live your life how you treat other people how that it has completely changed you how you've used your past sin that you have been forgiven you know we don't like to think of ourselves as sinners either we say okay yes i believe in jesus and oh jesus forgive me for my sins but we really don't sit and think about our sins what or we think about from. them too much. Or we and spend think about too them too much. Time to but I'm, any I'm, extreme I'm not, to either side. I guess I'm talking more so on the uh, the, the, the mega churcher that would come, you know, in, in that crowd because that's that's one thing that's just missing from the masses, their whole yeah. their whole presentation. There is all of this, but yes, you're right. Then there is on the other side the people that beat themselves up over it. But again, the spirit tends to not let you beat yourself up too much either. Because then (laughs) it'll, because the spirit tends to, to humble you very quickly, especially when you start to feel these things, you know, especially when you start to feel down, sad, different things like that, especially about things out of your path. I mean, things just, you're like, wow, thank you. I can't believe that you would, you know, just different confirmations, different messages, different things like that. So yeah, the the spirit tends to not let you beat yourself up too much. So that's another, that's another evidence of truly having the Holy spirit though, is that it, it, it doesn't let you beat yourself up too much, Mm -hmm. but you can still do that. You still can beat yourself up because Christians do still have the ability to that spiritual stronghold that, that the enemy tries to to hold their sin over their head that'll never be that'll never leave that'll always be something that's that's there a little bit but yeah it, it, it shouldn't it, you shouldn't and the spirit won't let you for too long beat yourself up <laughs> verse 11 12 12 Jew and Gentile are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call on him. Let me exp- I'm sorry. I want to just explain what I mean by the spirit won't let you beat yourself up too much, okay? Cuz I I'm just thinking about that more. I know that that's probably going to confuse some people. But when evidence of of truly being saved is realizing what the blood atonement of jesus christ did for you and if you beat yourself up too much you don't let his death on the cross accomplish what he set to accomplish for you in your life so if you're beating yourself up too much of that you're not letting you know you're in some aspect making christ's death meaningless and none of us want to do that none of us would have and none of and if we think of it that way it's much easier to go oh okay i'm forgiven i'm i'm sorry i hurt you but it's already done he's already dead he already resurrected, and, and he already is sitting at the right hand of the Father right now, and he's already going to come back very, very soon. It's all done. Yeah. It's not. It's not nothing that you can sit and go, ooh, gosh, I shouldn't. It's already done. You're already forgiven. Everything's already taken care of. You just now have to do these. These things that, right, that we were talking about earlier that show your love. that And that is, is just love in general. It's just a true, true love. And showing that to people and to others and sharing the gospel. But that's what I mean when I say that it won't let you beat it up. Because you remember, and, and and he'll remind you of that. You know, you'll feel that like I died for you. I died for this. Don't sit there and pound yourself in the head. I already died. You know, if there was anything that you could have done, it would have been before I had to already come down to the cross. So there's there's nothing that you can do about it. And that's literally you just have to let that sacrifice. You just you just have to accept that and once you can do that um it becomes a lot easier to not beat yourself up so that's what i meant by that hopefully that clarifies it a little bit did it do you think i think yeah if not i'm sure people will let me know
1: you'll find out real quick i'll
0: find out quick
1: you're on like 13
0: all right for everyone who calls on the name of the lord will be saved but how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in them if they've never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? And that is why the scriptures say how beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring good news. But not everyone welcomes the good news. For Isaiah the prophet said, Lord, who has believed our message... So faith comes from hearing, that is, hearing the good news about Christ. But I ask, have the people of Israel actually heard the message? Yes, they have. The message has gone throughout the earth and the words to all the world. But I ask, did the people of Israel really understand? Yes, they did. For even in the time of Moses, God said, I will rouse your jealously through people who are not even a nation. I will provoke your anger through the foolish Gentiles. <laughs> And later, Isaiah spoke boldly for God, saying, I was found by people who were not looking for me. I showed myself to those who were, ne- who were not asking for me. But regarding Israel, God said, All day long I opened my arms to them, but they were disobedient and rebellious. All right. that wraps up chapter 10, chapter 11. Tomorrow continues Paul's explanation of the whole gentile israel deal i'm kind of more adding to why i'm confused about replacement theology and replacement (laughs) theology is the fact that they say that god's promises to israel were canceled by their unbelief and all of the old testament prophecies look forward to fulfillment and inevitably all being about the church and so while Israel is just like any other nation, they are saved just as like any other person is. And um, they completely, but but Israel doesn't matter. They, God has no place for them. It's not a literal fulfillment. Everything's spiritual. And that's there's so many biblical problems with this. And I think going tomorrow in chapter 11, um, the very first, verse of it shows (laughs) so we'll get to it then hopefully you're enjoying this and hopefully this wasn't too much of a disaster (laughs) i don't think it was this is good we have fun with it and yeah yeah we'll see you tomorrow
1: thanks guys